What's up, happy people? Welcome back to Perception is a fucking bitch, man. Shit, I am running around like a little white rabbit late for everything right now. <laughs> I am so fucking late. But how can you be late if time does not exist? You know, I'm glad you asked. I've been thinking our present is past, is gone, but our future will never really be present. So where the fuck are we? <laughs> like, time is this illusion created by perception, which is why I got a fucking date with perception tonight. He and I are about to have some words about how fucked up time is. Oh, you got questions. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, the Mad Hatter is going to join us on this one. Let's get into it. I'm going to just call this out. That was my cheesiest intro yet. That one was, I liked was it. cringeworthy. I liked it. Especially at the end there where you're like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You, you sounded like, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't even say what you sounded like. Mm-hmm. You know, like those black women, they're like, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they <laughs> I, I like how I was like, you know, let me, let me not say what I think it sounded like, but then I proceed to say it. Oh, that's how we should say it. It's a time episode. We should have started with, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and now you started with it. Okay. So we're talking uh, about time. Time. Today. About th- that wasn't uh, clear through the Inter- because, Alice in Wonderland intro. Yeah, because time is that thing that everyone thinks they understand until you ask them to tell you about it. <laughs> and then like, oh, crickets. Yeah. No one really knows what like it is. Like daylight savings time? What is that? Why is that? But everyone knows what time is until you tell them to ask them to explain. You know, it's funny how everyone has like different measurements of time. Like every culture has their own calendar. Um, the Aztecs, you look at the Chinese calendar, like with the... It's all measurements. It's, human it's beings all, trying to wrap their minds around the concept that is godlike Yeah, like to is us. it 2020? Is it the year of the dragon? It could be 4040 you right know, now. I don't know. Are we AC, BC, DC? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? We're, 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 Marvel? <laughs> what was this? I don't know. We're AC after Corona. After Corona. <laughs> A new like So, yeah, okay, time. There's different perceptions on time. So we'll try to land. We'll try to talk about all. We are not Einstein's here. So just bear with us. We are just two drunk (laughs) interracial couple. Well, one drunk interracial, two people. (laughs) (laughs) Thus proving our point. We are not Einstein's. We're not smart at all. So (laughs) if you're trying to really learn some shit about time. The educational system has failed you, my friend. Click off. Okay, so some people believe time does not exist, and some, some people by you. No, no, I, I think I, okay. So I used to think time didn't exist, but then I now I think time does exist. I think our perception of time is what is what's off. We human beings perceive time as linear. We perceive time, or we experience time in this very linear mentality: mm-hmm. past, present, future. future very you know ascension like you know i go from one years old one year old to being two to being three last year i was 34 this year i'm 35 next year i'll be 36 there's this very linear projection to life but then if you look at the way god experiences time it would be circular which means that omnipresent god is omnipresent he sees time to him, time exists all at once. So it's past, present, future happening at the exact same fucking time. So from a God, from God's perspective, you are not 
I was I'm not 34. I wasn't 34 last year, 35 this year, 36 next year. It's like I'm born and I'm dead all at the same time. My life has happened and it's ended and everything in between. Now we're getting to conversations about free will and choice, but that's for a different yeah, episode. Destiny, <laughs> yeah, destiny. Like yeah, destiny, faith, my purpose. Because if you look at it in this moment, this moment already happened right now, right? Right, it's We passed. are making a podcast. It's done. You can't rewrite it. It's finished. So if that means if this moment is set in stone and everything we did in the past was leading up to this moment, was this moment predestined to be in our future no matter what? Or could we have made a different decision? But we didn't make a different decision, so our future would always lead here because it did lead here, which means there was no other way to avoid this reality god damn i married up <laughs> my brain don't work that fast i hope the kids get your genes when i actually decided to use my brain uh, yeah yeah you'd be like oh i just want to sit here and read books read netflix <laughs> i just want to sit down and watch netflix like sarah you're i just too- said read netflix yeah yeah see moments of greatness and moments like, sarah, of- sarah you're too smart to be this passive towards life like you need to be more attacking <laughs> aggressive okay. so time to me is circular but some people would say time does not exist but i would say time does exist it's our experience of it that's kind of flawed right because we experience it mm-hmm. in this linear kind of progression but if if the, if if the human strive is to be godlike and be like god then we need to make a conscious attempt to perceive time the way God would perceive time. Maybe we'll have a better understanding of it and have a different human experience if we can kind of view time differently, right? Mm -hmm. And I think human beings are kind of in a matrix and the glitch in the matrix is what we call deja vu or that moment where you feel like, man, I've done this before. Why does this feel so familiar? I think it's time, like, that's the glitch in the matrix reminding you that, no, this is a circular type of, you know, measurement of time. What you are thinking is a linear well, kind of movement. So what could be described as deja vu or that feeling of being in a loop, though, could also be contributed or, or given to the fact that as human beings, our nature is highly predictable. Right, because we have a set of constructs and rules that we have to follow to live Habits, by. Habits, belief systems, well, it's, ideas. It's, it's, it's more about survival. So, like, I'm talking uh, land, women, procreation, um, and all of these things lead different down different paths for that kind of survival of the fittest, trying to be the strongest man so you can get the best woman, so you can produce the best children for the survival. Like that pre-programmed biological imperative to survive. So those things set in motion predictable behaviors um, like fearing people who are different from us, like the need to prove that we are the best through war and trying to take from others so that we can have the most resources. It's... It creates these paradigms so that we keep falling into these loops through time over and over. And human beings as individuals do the same thing. So as a nation, kind of like where you get to that idea, every great nation that rises will always fall. Mm -hmm. Right. So we can predict that because of human behavior, because of human flaws. But Americans Um, have this like optimism that, you know what, it's happened all through history. But you know what? We will be the first one. 
And, 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 and that's that linear experience of time thinking that you break the loop. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, this is well, a loop. You're not getting you're not breaking this shit. So that's on the macro level in a world perspective of all humanity. And then we have it on the micro level within our individual lives and how we have flaws and our, our default characteristics, like the, the default nature to be late to something, uh, the default nature to procrastinate, the default nature to be lazy, like whatever your default kind of weaknesses are and errors, you can rise above them temporarily. But based on human nature and predicting patterns, you will always fall back into the trap and then therefore into the loop. So it's not necessarily deja vu. You're you're experiencing things that you've done out of habit over and over and over. Maybe the construct is different. So it feels eerie because it's like this... I know I've been here before, but it wasn't here. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes sense because I, I see time circular. So I know it's kind of like even God kind of made reference to it in the book of Ecclesiastes. Like yeah, nothing, nothing is new, new under, under the, the sun. sun. You've done this before, just totally different context. Yeah. Right. What What is as once been will always be, which mm-hmm. means you never break away from your habits. So who you are shows up in, ev- in every aspect of your life. You, you don't really get better. You just, it just, the context changes. It's the same, the same reality. Created over and over again. And I'm, I'm thinking about someone who like, um, has a habit that they've been trying to break forever. And they always kind of think like, oh, when I get rich or something and I'm in my mansion, this won't be a problem. Think about you with grocery shopping, right? Let's use this as an example. You get very tense and annoyed with grocery shopping because it makes you feel like anxious about spending the money and, and things like that. You start overanalyzing it. Mm-hmm. I just have this existential. Why are we spending like, so why, much? Why, of, why, why, why? <laughs> why does living cost so much? Why does it have to cost so much to be alive? So it sends you down this existential rabbit hole and it doesn't matter how much your const- your context changes, how rich you get or how well off I you are. I will always be that you guy. You will always feel it's, that way. It will be a different variation of the same person. Exactly. It may look a little different. Now you may be obsessing about whether to spend the $100 on the truffle oil or not, but the anxiety is still the same. Yeah. Once a slut, always a slut, right? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I picked on you. You didn't have to turn it around on me now. <laughs> Calling me a slut. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> the context of how she's slutty just changes, right? So when she's in high school, it's making out with a bunch of guys. When she's in college, it's fucking a bunch of guys. When she's in corporate yeah. America, it's sleeping her way to the top. You know, like she a hoe. It just, it just it looks a little different. <laughs> but she gonna want to be like, uh, you know what? I'm I'm growing. I'm a better person now than I was then because I got a little extra money. Like there are areas of your life I have standards where standards now I, <laughs> on who I fuck. <laughs> standards. I didn't before. I'm evolving. You know, but like, no, <laughs> it's same shit. Different context. Not that there is anything wrong with being a slut. We are very sex positive on this show. Okay, moving on. I'm not even going to touch <laughs> that one. Not even going to touch it. So where do you lie on this one? Does time exist or do you think that it's circular like I perceive it? So I don't really think it's circular. I think our perception of it, like I just said, is circular because we do. So you're do... saying time doesn't exist. The perception of it is circular. I'm saying time does exist. 
So let me let me get through the whole okay. thought. Because I'm saying time does exist. It's how we perceive it that's off. So I, I agree and I, I disagree. And maybe we're just saying the same thing with nuances. But I think time does exist because we exist in this moment. We're cognitive of this moment. Time exists. Now, whether we're actually in the future or the past or whether... The, that's relative. Yes, it, it, it's actually irrelevant. We exist, therefore time exists. And we can think about the things that have happened and we know that time will keep going from here. It's, but the thing is, time is indefinite. And I think this is why people say it's circular because there is no beginning or end. There, there can't be. We, as, as perceptors of time, may cease to exist. So if humanity's wiped off the planet and the universe of all living organisms are wiped off of the of all living planets in the universe does time still exist it, it and the still question exists, right? yeah the answer so. is yes because just because someone's there not there to witness doesn't mean it doesn't exist it's like that did, if a tree fell in a forest and no one's there to hear, hear it did it make a sound no yes yes it did you just couldn't hear it but time is so tricky so also think about this so the sun is light years away. So the light we see today was actually light from hours or days ago. I'm, again, I'm a year gonna, ago, because it takes don't quote 365 me on the time it years, takes, whatever the math is. I don't know the math. But the is. sun we see today was... Is not the is, sun is, that's shown today. Today. The, show, is, the, sign that, the sun that's shown today is sun won't get here until, until the future. Until a year so today from now. is in the future, but also you're this, living in the past. This is fucking trippy. This is probably why we human beings have to perceive. The fact that we die is probably what causes us to perceive time in this linear fashion. A beginning and end. A beginning and an end. We have a beginning and end, but time does not. So we, so we, we live time like it's a beginning and an end. Mm -hmm. Like it's like life is this evolutionary process, which it's not an evolutionary evolutionary process it's a yeah it's a revolutionary whatever the word for circular process is which means it's people coming in people going out living and dying mm -hmm. the linearity of the people the players who actually live and die is not relevant to the plot and the circular motion of how this shit is turning and so here's the thing too about the past and the future and it's something that's we could take the past and learn from it and create a better future. But we can't yet, take the future to make the past to make, better. Yeah. Isn't that trippy? Or can we? We just don't have access to it based on the limitations in our brains and how we perceive time. And in what this if we linear. look forward to the future that we want and work backwards in the present to create a past that creates that future. we do that now it's called savings and investing <laughs> <laughs> that is me looking into true. the future and acting now to influence that future true, true, i don't true. have the same access into the past though to influence the past again, so my present can be better even that is limited and it's based on hope because you have to hope you actually make it to the old age that's one thing that we we talk about a lot with finances too the future i'm we planning for may not like exist a year five years tomorrow and if you knew that this was the last little bit of time wouldn't you like just take it and blow that money and do something fun and exciting but you don't and you can't because you don't know the future so your past and your present is influenced on a future that's not guaranteed it's like playing roulette it is like 
you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. That's true. So one of my earlier introductions to time was... And only the future will tell you if you made the right bet, too. That's the crazy thing. You have to wait and see. I know, right? They say hindsight's twenty twenty. Yep. That's, again, one of those existential points that you will... now you have perception of what you should have done yes, but didn't do. Yes, yes. And that shit don't makes, have the knowledge in the future that you need in the past. And that's the type of shit that makes you want to kill yourself. That's yeah. another suicidal coffee moment. <laughs> Like again, when you tell when some when people say hindsight's twenty twenty, it's like, do you not realize how existential yeah, how existential that is and how suicidal and depressing that statement is? That if I know if I knew then what I know now, my actions would have been different and so the outcome that I will have in the future would have been different also. But I'm living this shitty reality because I didn't have access to this information that I do now have access to. Like, and and the thing is, you could actually have made a good decision. But you would not have known if you, if what the bad decision would have been if you hadn't made that. Exactly, because you need the experience, you need the learning opportunity. But there's someone else who has been in your situation, experienced what you experienced, and could tell you what to do. But you don't even know those people in your life, and if you do know them, you won't recognize them until it's too late. You know, one one of the time thing that fucks with me is like we, we all want to matter, right? Mm-hmm. We all want to do and create content and works that other people want to fuck with. But you know that when you put work out into the marketplace, you just never know how the market is going to react to it. it. It's a gamble. Now, I look at my body of work, Perceptions of Bitch, the book, the, the TED Talk mm-hmm. that we did, and I'm like... There was there's probably some reality that exists or some paradigm or world that exists that if I had given the TED talk this certain way, said it this just the right matter, some nuanced way that some person saw it, that there is an alternate reality where my TED talk is like. Maybe. <laughs> Fuck Maybe. you. <laughs> where my TED talk is like the Simon Sinek start with why did everyone like. I have to believe that there's some reality where if I assess something a certain way, Do I would be know? living. Do you? <laughs> let me, let me, let me have my moment. Let me have my moment. I gotta humble you. I mean, that's what I'm here for. Let me have my I moment. Yeah, I am. Would you be scientific? Would you? Yeah, I am. I'll be the next Plato, the, the Socrates. Oh, let okay, me, okay. Let me have my moment. Let me have my moment. <laughs> I have to believe this. Or, or, or else, what's, existential crisis. Or else, what's the point in living? <laughs> I have to believe that, look, even if I'm not living that reality in this current reality that I'm aware of painfully, mm-hmm. that it does exist. That's the only thing that gets me out of bed every morning, knowing that there's some version of Deji somewhere living the... Known as the next Socrates, the next great philosopher of all time, right? right with a psychic Sarah. Oh, the manager. Manager, okay. Sarah. <laughs> manager Sarah. Managers get paid, sidekicks don't. <laughs> okay, okay. But but you, you you see what I'm trying to say though, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I there's some reality where if I just said it some type of way, I but would But you be, don't know what you don't but know. But I don't know what I don't know. And there may come a time in future, maybe I get to know, probably would never. Well, you, there's also a reality where you look and you and you g- gain perspective, maybe, and say, oh, I was full of shit. That was a <laughs> fucking waste of time. <laughs> Just as much as the, the, the famous, uh, epic, 
successful philosopher is a possibility. So is the one where, oh, I just spent a lot of time and invested a lot of energy in something that was some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't know. I beg to differ. I don't think that reality exists. Because perception is a bitch. I don't think. Because perception is a bitch. I have to believe that. You think you're a rational person, which makes you irrational. By your own logic, you've lost this argument. No, I know I'm an irrational person. That was the fucking last episode where I said every rational thought comes from a belief. So by definition, And you believe this philosophy is rational. But there's an alternate version of you. Who understands that it's not always rational. Sir, I see the contradictions in my... Did you see the holes? I have to play devil's advocate. You know this. I taught you everything you know. Do you not think that I know this? That's like trying the ocean trying to tell the sky it taught this sky how to be blue. It did. No. They're both blue in their own right. Neither one... Like we're just different. This is why women want fifty-fifty in the divorce, thinking they acting <laughs> like you. I, I oh, you weren't shit before. You didn't know anything. I met you when you were nineteen, and you were fully formed. But oh, you didn't have you these didn't have ideas. any any so, concepts. So have of you always been this person? Yes. Because the person you were when I met you did not think you like changed this. my perception. You didn't change my reality. Was it inevitable? Is my question. If you had never met me, I would was you always still enlightened. Just, you just took Christ. me to a different plane. We just we just we just shifted from one to the other. We it, just it, it was okay. a paradigm shift. We just went from the concord to the jet. <laughs> Like, you didn't make me a different person. You just shifted my paradigm. Okay. So. Sorry. Now, I had to uh, set the record straight uh, real quick. Just moving off topic. <laughs> so we're watching this show. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, was, no, it wasn't a show. It was an uh, episode in that loop show. Right. We've been watching yeah. that loop show a lot lately. We talked about that in the last, in the last episode. Yeah. And there was this one it's, episode where the girl. We should do a. Um, a, a movie podcast review where we just talk about TV shows and movies because I feel like we use them a lot to reference different ideas and philosophies that we've been talking about. Okay, yeah. If let us know if y'all want something like that where we talk <laughs> about perception in the movies that we watch. Anyway, the girl wanted to freeze. You, do you ever have like that one moment. moment where like life is great, you're happy as fuck, nothing could go wrong. That one day you wish just like never end. Forever, yeah. That one moment you never want to end. That day is just today is such a good day. The way it's the perfect. sun, it's a perfect day. I don't want you laying on the beach. It's a perfect day. It's a perfect moment. Like, because I honestly feel like sometimes people get lost in trying to find the perfect day. Okay. You got to find that perfect moment because there's rarely you, a perfect day. You're at that day, restaurant. You're at that restaurant. You're, you're feeling good. You take the bite of that first the, the meal, first bite, so and you're like, man, like, can we just freeze time right now? Mm-hmm. In this show, this was that moment for this girl, and she was trying to figure out how to freeze that moment and make it last forever. Mm-hmm. And the moral and, and the kind of the point they made throughout that episode or at the end of the episode is you can never freeze the moment. Your humanity will always force the moment to be become flawed and to become broken because even within that frozen moment. Because she ended up freezing the perfect moment. Uh-huh. But then she had, while everyone stayed frozen, she actually had to keep living, yeah. experiencing 
the moments that came after that perfect moment. Not to mention anything too much time at any one stage will become boring and it's kind of like that whole vampire I think it's funny we're paralleling the last episode so much. We're talking about vampires now. But they talk about this on like anytime you talk um, in the fantasy kind of world of someone who's immortal, it always comes back to that point of the extreme boredom. Even if they're frozen at a point of optimal fitness and health and wealth and everything else like that, it becomes boring. And so you're kind of destined to fuck shit up. And to not make good choices and to kind of seek out bad things because you're looking for that diversity. So it's like you're destined to destroy a moment. Like moments aren't meant to last. And I think that beauty, the end, like you were talking about how time ends because we die. I think we need that for our minds. I think we need to know there's an end in sight when there's not an end. You go crazy. Yeah. So as much as people might want to say, so why didn't why what's the point of eternity and getting to heaven? Why why the need I've for an afterlife? I've about that because it's like why an afterlife? Why I because I don't know that I why, feel compelled to want to keep living after this shit. Right, and and I honestly just never understood if we were there before and then sent to Earth to prove ourselves and then go back to heaven for an eternity risking why? getting back in because now yeah. you could so sin. why would you go out if you were risking not to come back in and then if it's for eternity and god is omnipresent we're getting way off topic but if god is omnipresent no no we're right on topic but hear me out so because if, if i was is, if i was always in heaven and god's omnipresent and, and he, he knows no, i would get back why to would heaven, he why go through it all and just it's a possible leave. risk getting back and going to hell so was i in hell to begin with so and if then, you go back to hell you've always been in hell and if you go back to heaven you've always been in heaven because time is eternal there and eternal circular, means it can't begin or end. end so how did i leave and come back if i was always here i'm so fucking confused i'm confused <laughs> I don't know. We need to go uh, solicit the help Are of you a rabbi. Right now? Do you, <laughs> you ever, ever get, get lonely? lonely? <laughs> hell yeah. Hell <laughs> Fuck yeah. it right. Fuck right. it right. All right. We say hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. I feel like that. Like they're asking these tough questions, and I'm like, I, I'm confused. So when we, it took five years to write the book, Perception is a bitch, mm-hmm. right? And I remember what made this book very hard to write is because we were trying to explain ideas that were somewhat complicated, tough ideas, simplify them, and try to make existential a problem that the world doesn't feel is existential. Well, here's the other issue of of this podcast of our book of everything we say and it's one of the the flaws in our perception in our reality right now because every podcast every book everything we we do and say on this topic is coming from our perception and you and i are just two perceptions in a multitude of infinity versions of perception and so we can only come with enlightenment to the great to the degree of how we perceive. And in the grand scheme of reality, of time, of existence, our two perceptions have to be flawed. They have to be very limited. So let's let's play this game. Let's get into the free will conversation. I was trying to stay away from it. (laughs) 
Just trying to stay away from it. So All right, if, let's go right to it. If we're both saying time is circular, we mm-hmm. both agree that whether it exists or doesn't, at least how human beings perceive it, like time is circular. I agree human beings' experience of time is circular in that they are habitual. Okay. I don't think time itself is circular. I think time is just infinite. But that's a different thing. Okay. To me. How my my mind is wrapped around it, I guess. Okay. So free will. Is is there a free will? Do, do we and, and I, I think I know your answer here based on the conversation we just had like two minutes ago with the whole heaven kind of analogy. Mm-hmm. Because people will tell you we have free will. Philosophers will argue, like the, the whole, philosophy is hard, right? Because it's a fucking loop. It's, we're, we're asking the same questions that people have been asking for, for generations now. And apparently, all these smart motherfuckers still can't figure out an answer. So no one fucking knows, right? So at this point, we're just having these conversations for entertainment value. Because mm-hmm. we are not going to give the answers. So I guess on the question of is life free will or is it predestined my answer would be yes that it's free will no it's predestined no (laughs) yes it's both oh guru (laughs) (laughs) it's both okay can you just answer a goddamn question okay 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 because because you exist in that moment, like I said at the beginning, you exist in this time, in this moment. So once this moment becomes the reality that you are experiencing and you are living, then it is the only reality that could ever be. Because it, it is, it's finite. It's, it's, it's not without definition. It can't be reinterpreted. It can't be reimagined. It can't be redone. Because of that, it is destiny. It is it is set in stone. However, before this moment, when I was choosing whether to do to sit sit down and do a podcast or not, I had free will. But my free will, since this moment exists, I know I was always going to make that decision because I did make that decision. But that's not free will. Exactly. But it is, but it is because it was. <laughs> And that's the trippy thing about time. It is and was at the same time. Like it, it Two things can be true at the same time. It can be and it cannot be. Mm-hmm. To be or not to be. Are you afraid to die? I'm not afraid to not exist. I'm afraid to die because of the pain that's associated with death and the moments before death. The moments when you know your time is up and you will cease to exist because coming to terms with that moment and living in that's a moment that no matter who you are no matter how good your life has been no matter how shitty your life has been once you get to experience that moment you're you're experiencing a paradigm shift in real time and it's a complete lack of any kind of control whatsoever and just the 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 blanket fear that I feel like you must experience in that moment of unknown and knowing that you are on your way out, that, that like, that, I, I, I have the, the mental fortitude to understand. I feel like it's like childbirth in that moment, right? Like, think about a woman in childbirth. Once she's pregnant and that and in labor and that baby is coming out, there is nothing she can do to stop that train. 
The baby has to come out. It doesn't matter how hard it is, how much it hurts, how scary it is. doesn't matter. The train's left the station. The baby is coming out one way or the other. So with death, it's like that. Like, like when you're in that moment and you feel that fear, the only way to get through it is to get through it. But you know, once you get through it, you'll never even get to have that aha moment on the other side and be like, oh, I dealt with it. I, I made it through. You can't make it through. Because you're, you're, you don't you're, exist. You don't exist. Right. So that's the scariest part. It's not the afterwards, the not existing. It's the pain and the unknown and that fear. So this is why um, people believe in the idea I of a soul. This why I want to die in my sleep. Just smother me in my sleep. It's fine. This I is, give you permission. So, so I, I begin to understand now why people have to believe that there is an afterlife. They have to believe that there is they a soul. They want to know that they did good and they made it on the other side and have perspective. Even though any rational conclusion... Based on my belief system. your belief, exactly, your perception, your bullshit. (laughs) Leads me to know and believe, rational, (laughs) rationally, (laughs) that I will not know that I made it to the other side and it was okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's that's, that's what... And we want the people who stay behind, we want to know that the people we love are okay. okay. And not that they just don't exist anymore. There's that little part wanting to feel like because when you when you know that they don't exist, there's that moment you have to kind of ask yourself, what was the fucking point then? Like, I, I think about my stepdad who passed away and went through so much suffering and had a great life. It did a lot of amazing things, but he suffered a lot, too. And and, and when you think about the life and death oh, and all the pain, t- like talk about the one chick with the broken bones, the baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that was hard. Um. So there was like this uplifting post on social media and or it's supposed to be uplifting. To me, it was not. And I don't know the name or the specifics of the disease. I, I honestly had to kind of click off of it. But it was this baby that had every bone in its entire body broken in like multiple, multiple, multiple places because of a disease that they had. And then in the few months that the baby had been alive, its bones had been rebroken again and again and it had the doctor surgeons said the baby's bones were like wafers mush. yeah it was like wafers you couldn't even touch them because they would just like disintegrate so my thing was they're telling this is up this uplifting story because the baby can still laugh and she has these little like you could see her arms are all different directions and wrong angles um but because she can find a moment of joy here and there they're like oh isn't that great she's fighting for her life she still makes this people around god. her ha- this happy. is god this is god and i think at some point our our ability with medicine to keep people alive is subject not to our belief to system I, and i'm all for medical advancements and surgery and and help but when you're just prolonging someone's suffering because you selfishly don't want them to cease to exist, and I was like, the cease to exist, at least the pain is gone. Like when the pain outweighs any kind of but potential for life and positivity. But it's a baby, so we human beings think they should, you know, we make the decision for it's, them. Yeah, it, it's because, not like something that has a cure. You do one surgery and it's fixed. You've just signed but, her up for. But it's perception, a right? Few like, like there's pain. A, there's a sanctity of life that we human beings perceive, especially if you're perceiving life and its value from some type of, you know, religious morale, morality perspective. 
the 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 logical rational thing to do based on that belief would be mm-hmm. hope pray you know you can't kill them that would be wrong you know and so we, and that does beg the question of how do you decide what like and who has the authority to decide what's a moral like way like even when you look at and this is a totally different podcast but um the the prison sentences for execution like how do they get to decide when it's time for someone to die the human experience look the human experience is completely fucked up it's it's fucked up nothing about being here makes any fucking sense (laughs) (laughs) just just we we are not supposed to be here i had one of those moments where time and how you perceive it flashes right before your eye like what you were talking about Mm -hmm. Uh, and i've told you this story many times but when i was shoot 15 16 years old i lived in nigeria me and my Mm -hmm. brother armed robbers broke into our home and they had me you know on my knees at gunpoint and you know the guy was counting down to three to shoot me on the back of the head and this is one of those moments where time seems to slow you down. That moment I was talking about that feel yeah. like this is it. I'm going to die. I'm not making time it. slows down and mm-hmm. is and is sped up at the I I can't describe this feeling. Only people who have ever experienced it will probably know what I'm talking about. I remember the chill and just the out of body experience of that specific moment. Mm-hmm. It was like eternity and a moment happening at the, same at the time. exact same fucking time. It's super trippy, super trippy. Yeah, I've been through that as well. I had some. Oh, yeah. Moments. Like, right. Yeah. Like whenever you're most people. Yeah. Like whenever you're and about to get in an accident, shifting and actually fearing death, like kids don't really fear death because they don't understand it. But once you have Hold a on. moment where you're like, oh, this, 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 this is where I'm going. This is the realization. Your paradigm. This is the realization I'm having as I'm even reliving this story. Mm-hmm. That that moment where like life speeds up, slows down, eternity and a moment and a second happening all at once. I'm realizing at the point of what I thought was death was when I finally saw time as a true in its real self and its real form as eternity. This circular motion this it's a thing moment and an infinity at the, at same, the same time, time. there is no beginning and there's no way to measure it right this this thing that always was and will always be and my linear experience of it this whole time has been just fucking flawed fucking flawed what what sucks about being human is like i said in the book Trauma and travel are typically the two entities, the agents of change of our perceptions. Human beings lack the ability to self-change. I wish we could just snap out of it right now and stop perceiving time in this linear form Mm -hmm. and and experience it the way it's meant to be experienced in the circular. I don't even know know that we would know how to do that. Like, because it's it's a paradigm that we can't quite grasp yet. It's a paradigm shift. But I think, you know, one thing that's interesting right now with everything going on with COVID is that a lot of people are having this paradigm shift with time, I think, this year. And even people who haven't been through near-death experiences like you and I have, where you feel the infinity and the sped-up time, um, you're kind of experiencing that now with COVID because 
there people are having this weird downtime and this weird pause in reality with quarantine that they never had before and it's like it's that weird thing where time seems to stand still but yet it's moving at the same time yeah and it's a different kind of thing than what what you're talking about with the adrenaline of a near-death experience is this is like the opposite of boredom when you're standing still and so everything's so eerily yeah like think about sitting by a lake and fishing when it gets so quiet it feels like a minute passed and an hour passed it's eternity and a moment at the same time and it's the same it's the opposite end of the extreme adrenaline is that almost meditative quiet yeah it's like i've always been here but i've never been here exactly you know this moment is lasting forever and a, and a breath at the same moment so i think I, we have these moments where we, like you said we get to peek into understanding the perception of time and how it exists peekaboo like a quick peek behind the curtain yeah but then it's snatched away from you super quickly quick. and then you're back to this linear experience of it this mm-hmm. past present future kind of experience of time what i think is crazy too is how our mind often has a hard time catching up with time and and where we're supposed to be quote unquote mentally as human beings mm, okay i see where you're like, going with this one a lot of times we picture like we freeze ourselves in our mind in kind of a delayed state i feel like so when i was uh, a kid I, when I was a kid, I actually projected myself and perceived myself to be wiser and older than I was. Now that I'm older, I perceived my I perceive myself now to be younger and more inexperienced <laughs> than I am. And so it's like it's hard to get your mindset, I feel like, to correlate with the reality. With the, yes, the reality around you because you're operating. Like I learned the lesson too well almost of 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 like when I was a kid and I thought I knew everything and then I grow a little bit like oh shit you don't know anything and life See, is hard and that's the circular nature of what yeah. like of what time is and what but, perception right when in when in co like co-conspirators and co-conspirating perception and uh, time are co-conspirators yeah. to, they're to in this sabotage, together yeah, to sabotage like, right. fucking, like oh we're gonna pull the biggest trick yes. of these motherfuckers the heist here get the they got the plans. They got the the Ocean's Eleven music. This shit's going down. Some, so some, go ahead, go ahead. No, that that was my point. Really, it was just understanding how perception and your understanding of yourself within the timeline it really affects your reality because you make a lot of decisions on a timeline. Think about. I've even said this to you. I said if we don't have kids within the next four to five years then I don't really want to have kids. Not that I don't want kids, but I don't want to be old when I have kids. So it's like, the but understanding that the, our life choices and our reality is based on this arbitrary timeline. Isn't that kind of weird? Like it, it is weird. It is weird. And how like most people, like this is a weird thing in our society too. Like most people feel like they're failures if they don't own a house. At a certain age, if they don't have a car, kids, and like we have this check mark of, oh, I'm successful in life if I'm married by the time I'm 30 and have two if kids. I have my and first own- million, but before I'm 35, you know, blah blah. Well, that's blah. just yeah, the, that's you. just that's just the African. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the immigrant mindset. <laughs> okay, you know, like like a like a woman, like a. a a, a female will, will she'll be a daughter she'll be someone's daughter at one point she would transition to somebody's girlfriend somebody's wife somebody's mother. mother somebody's grandmother 
you know, she she will become she will be different yeah, people. Yeah, that's another element of time is the roles we have to take on. Like that's that's another good, very good point, Daisy. Like the the roles and the 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 jobs and positions and almost just mental but, shifts in identity. Yes, right. So there's a lot here, right? And we talk about this a lot. Like there is no such thing as an as an absolute self because again, it's it's circle and you're different people. Once your context changes, right? Changes, yeah. You know, so but but again, these these roles make us perceive time linearly. It's the reason why you want promotions when you're at work, because when people start staying in the same job role for too long, they feel stagnant. They start feeling stagnant, which I'm like, it doesn't matter what we call you, you're still mm-hmm. gonna be the same person in how you behave. <laughs> you see, yep. with it, like if and you it's are, weird, like people feel like, like I said, with COVID in 2020, they feel like their life is stagnant, and what they're not understanding is you're still living life. 2020 didn't pause. The, the moment the time didn't stop. Passed. Right? Yeah. You're saying like, oh, but I didn't get anything done. How is the year almost over and all this? It passed in the moments when you weren't paying attention because you weren't, you didn't have the same markers for time that you usually have. You didn't have the same feeling and understanding of time. You didn't use the time wisely. So now we can get into conversation about people's habits because like when I, when I think about, so can people ever change? Or are you just stuck being who you are for all of eternity? Well, that's a different question uh, than the time thing. And that one's that could go on a whole nother. I don't want to take you down a rabbit hole too much, but I'm thinking, OK, so if 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 time is circling, we're all trapped by this kind of experience of it. The it, the free will thing is kind of like, you know, here, here or there. Mm-hmm. Do we, we we've touched on the free will choice thing? that that's where that's coming i mean from. i do think we are so we are born i think with our personalities and who we are dna wise just set base okay there's nature, nature versus nurture, nurture. Okay. and then the nurture takes over like where you were born who you were born to because you could take identical twins who have the same genetic genetic predisposition and there are some things they will always have in common but if you take one of them and raise them in a completely different culture and environment they will never end up in the same reality. like it, Because you've changed the context. You've changed the context. So they would have some similarities, but not all similarities. And I think that's where you kind of come in and say, it lets you see what's habit and what's choice and, and context. You know what movie we watched a long time ago that explored this a lot? Hmm. Cloud Atlas. Mm, yeah, that, living that, the different lives. Oh yeah, it it shows different versions. I don't want to give spoilers, but Cloud that Atlas. so old. I didn't count as spoilers if you're talking about it at this point. Well, I still don't want to ruin it for anyone. So if you haven't seen <laughs> it's the a movie, good movie, yeah, gotta go watch Cloud Atlas. But on 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 a, a, a point I wanted to make before we before we wrap up real quick mm-hmm. was like I've been thinking a lot about this idea of. Oh yeah, this is kind of what started us the whole time conversation. I was listening to a podcast and he talked about there is no such thing as quality time. There's just time, Mm -hmm. right? And and he was talking about time in the context of what you spend, the time spent with loved ones and family. People want to use this line quality time, and it's very flawed because to to say oh to spend quality time with family or friends or loved ones is to imply that you're pro- like at some point you w- you did you wasted time right yeah. like you didn't 
you saying didn't the spend time you did with them when you weren't it wasn't quality when, was when you wasted. were right yeah. the, the time you were with them when it was wait yeah exactly your point right now. you weren't intentional about yes it. and it's such a flawed mindset to say oh i want to go spend quality time with my wife because that just discounts all the other times that i spend with her or at bare minimum makes it seem like i wasn't mentally present those moments and that is true a lot of times we're not mentally present in true. moments that could be because we perceive time moments. we perceive time in this linear fashion bullshit but what this the guy on this podcast the point he was making is that there's no such thing as quality time there's just fucking time there's just you either wasted just, it or you made the most out right of it. right so don't pacify yourself and, and give yourself this bullshit false security blanket type language saying quality time because you don't even recognize that the moments that weren't quality were just wasted moments. It's kind of like even if you put a parallel to money, you always say the money gets spent. It's whether was it intentional or was it wasted? Absolutely. Like so the time gets spent either way. It's was it on something you actually wanted to buy? So be intentional. Or did you just burn it? Like, so every single it? minute, every single moment needs to be quality time, right? Now I will I will throw a little um kind of a throwback Discla- to okay. our our myth of Sisyphus podcast okay where i talked about it's important and i think i'm better at this than you are what um i am this is this is one let of my me gifts. hear it so in the myth of sisyphus i can't say the name right sisyphus sisyphus get it out get it don't spit don't spit on the microphone uh anyways in that fucking myth that guy that motherfucker okay when he rolls the the boulder up the hill in his perpetual torment and then he has to watch it roll back down. There's that sense of desperation, like you said, that cycle of time. It can make you feel crazy. It can make you feel despair. And I think that if you're leaning into your time as a circle, that boulder going up the hill and back down is that loop. And it can get very exhausting. It can get very monotonous. And that's a lot of times where we get to that extreme depression point, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important, and I used this analogy before, that when you're at the top of the hill, Pause to take a, a moment, moment, enjoy the view, sit down, breathe, or walk down the hill slowly if you have to keep moving, but, but find a moment in there, a moment, or maybe it's even when you're rolling the shit back up to watch your strength and to see your biceps bulging Find a fucking moment. There's it's like being a, in the gym and doing yeah. the cardio and it sucks so bad. The weightlifting just hurts. Just find a moment to look in the mirror and go, you know what? I'm, I'm a, a badass sexy bitch. motherfucker. Yeah. Before I go back and hit these reps again, I'm going to slow down and enjoy this moment. Yeah. Or enjoying the rest day. Like another example of that, like take a moment, breathe. Like we all need to find a way to cope. And I think those moments are really important, whatever that is to you. Um, I think time otherwise becomes so daunting. Like the vampire analogy, it just becomes daunting. So you have to have a, a reason to live. You have to find something that keeps you going and, and is that moment in time that helps you. And I, th- I think that's why even holidays were created. We need ways to break up time. If we can't break up the monotony of time with these these milestones these i get it i get it let me say it this way Mm -hmm. the sun goes around the earth and it's gone around the earth i mean the earth goes around the sun and it's gone around the sun so many fucking times a billion trillion gazillion times 
it's circular. It's just happening. But I make myself feel good about, oh, 33, 34, <laughs> 35. Like this is the 35th time that the earth going <laughs> like around the sun. Like that means some shit. Like that means some, you know, 37, you know 38, yeah. 39. Oh, I'm 40 years old. You know, woo. And, uh. and the earth looking at me like motherfucker. I've been at this for eternity Hello, yeah. for a long time. Your little bullshit and counts. And you'll be at it after the earth ceased to exist. So, you know what I just thought of, though? What was that? So, I just thought about the fact that time is actually one of the most effective torture methods or the lack of time. Like how I was saying, we, we need these holidays, we need these time markers mm. to help us make sense of the world and our place in it. So, one of the things that... that the governments and stuff can use to break people or even guards with people in prison they use this to break people you can put them in a room either with all light or all darkness and 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 confuse their senses feed them at random times of the day and night when they don't have a way to track and mark how much time has passed they go crazy the mind the goes mind crazy the mind goes crazy you can't handle that stress. And that should scare you. That should scare you that something that doesn't actually exist, that, that can't, that it, that it shows exists you, and doesn't exist in the same moment. That shows you how infinite. primitive the human mind Shit. is and how like we, can't, we, we can't even we begin to context Without the context of time. A mind is crazy. We don't have an anchor. We're a boat without an anchor if we don't have that time. And it's, it's the shit weighing you down. But it's the shit you need to not go crazy anyway. Fucking para- trippy paradigm. Trippy paradigm. Uh, I'm going okay. crazy yeah, right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in this week to our conversation about time. Hope we didn't drive time. you crazy. Hope we didn't drive you too crazy and you made some sense of the shit we said. It wasn't a waste of time. <laughs> it was just a waste of time. <laughs> if you listened through the whole thing, I hope we didn't waste your time. If you like this type of content, uh, we enjoy having you guys listening to our conversation. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, give us a shout out on whatever audio platform you are listening us to, uh, listening to us on. Give us a five star rating, five star minimum. Hey, your, they spent the time. They can rate the time however your they perception and my it. perception have to align. <laughs> we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next time.